What's going on? Welcome to the show. It's a fun football Friday show. I'm your host, Jeff Trinopole, the Iceman, and this is Sports with Strawberry Ice. If you found the show, do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I am up to, well, I'm kind of down. Lost a couple subscribers. What happens? We are at 846 subscribers. All of you guys staying loyal. I appreciate every single one of you. Get it out there. Let's get that going to a thousand. Let's at least try to get 850. We're so close. So close. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. Show topics for today. We knew this was coming. BJ Finney got released. I'm expecting and not going to like dance on his grave, but hoping that Bobby Hart will be next. And then unfortunately, I think Gino Atkins is going to be next, but they haven't happened yet. We'll see what happens. Carolina Panthers have tagged Taylor Morton. So he is going to be unavailable for the Bengals as far as a tackle spot goes. But people have been wondering, where's that guy? You know, that guy that usually the loudmouth, you know, Ohio State guy, the one who's in Facebook jail, the one who who Day Nation banned. Where is he? I haven't seen him all week. He, you know, I've been wondering the same thing. I think he's been down a rabbit hole or something. Like he's been claiming he's at work or something, but believe it or not. <laughs> what is up, brother? He is back. Whoa. What's up, brother? What man? Yeah, you act like I've been gone since like Monday or something, man. Come on. Um, you you have been gone since Monday. Oh, uh. Anyway, to the, what you were speaking about earlier. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. What's up? <laughs> what's been going on? I missed you, brother. Man, a lot of work, brother. Just a lot of work. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, as somebody just woohoo. Oh yeah, baby. Thank God it's football. As we like to call it, the fun football Friday show. I know it's not football season, but around here, every day is football season. Except for when we're talking about the Reds or the Bearcats or the Blue Jackets. But other than that, it's football season. True, true, <laughs> true, true. So what's cracking, buddy? What's well, uh, just uh, talking about what we've been what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks? You know the guys that uh, the Bengals are going to release, and BJ Finney is is the first one to go, which is not surprising. I don't know. Why they haven't released Bobby Hart yet, or or Gino? Which Gino, I think Gino is going to suck. I mean, maybe they're trying to restructure Gino's contract. That would be great because I would love Gino to finish out his career here. But at the money he's making, it's just not worth it right now. You know, they got to not gotta, but to create as much money as you know we've said in the past that releasing these these guys would create and give a just a huge boost to the Bengals as far as money and what they can do. I mean, they're going to have more money than most of the teams in the NFL to spend. And they're, and next week, I think, I think next week I've heard it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, lots of big names are going to be, you know, out there, you know, so it's, there's, there's multiple guys that the Bengals can go after. And I am excited as all can be to find out. We've been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. I'm ready to go. You know what? With the Bengals, especially releasing Finney, um, I think was it Timothy that that said, you know, the, we we pretty much know the inevitable with uh, Geno Atkins. He's going to be released. Um, Bobby Hart, yeah, there you go. Um, Bobby Hart's got to be if he's still around. I don't know how you can pay a backup tackle that much money. That's all I can say for Bobby Hart. There's no way. It just yeah, not worth. It. 
it, it's it's too much money. And, and Bobby Hart, I mean, we all think Bobby Hart has been stealing money from us from the Bengals for the last couple of years, anyway. Oh my god! So, um, you know, it, it's it's I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll I don't want to dance on his grave, but I'll be ecstatic when they release him. Mick says, I don't think they'll release Bobby Hart until they have a viable replacement, which is, that's a good point. They might. And to be honest, Nick, there is going to be a ton of guys available, I think, next week. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's coming. It, it is coming. And it and you got a very good point. And, and it's actually a smart, smart point, to be honest. That'd be a smart thing the Bengals to do is make sure they got somebody to replace him before they let him go. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. It's going to be a huge week next week. I mean, next week we are going to figure out who all is is out there for the Bengals. Because I say that because we're one of the top, you know, five teams with all this cap space, man. It's insane. So right. we're going to literally be able to kind of pick and choose these players. And as they come out, as Bengal fans, we're used to seeing these guys getting cut and going, yeah, well, we ain't never going to get him. We ain't never getting that dude. We ain't never getting right. this guy. Well, Last year and this year is, is totally different, and I believe we will be going after our offensive line in free agency and most likely in the draft as well. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, well, they came out. There's a uh, James Rapine uh, came out with an article uh, yesterday or today. I can't remember which, which, which day it was, but basically saying that the Bengals are pretty much locked in on Sewell, which is fine. I mean, I've said this over and over again. I, as long as they get, they, they get Sewell or Chase, I'm good, but – if they get chased, if they go with Chase instead of Sewell, they got to fix the offensive line of free agency. And the more I keep hearing rumors and 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 different podcasts and stuff that you know from Bengal insiders, I got a feeling that the Bengals might just spend their money on the guards, get two guards, draft Sewell, put Jonah at at right tackle and Sewell at left tackle. And honestly, that's fine. I mean, I'm cool with that. You know, I mean, they just got to. If you you tell me that they're going to have Three new offensive linemen in this on this team next year. That sign me up. I will take that all day long, you know, because that'll be better than what we've had. And that's the whole point to this is we got to protect Joe Burrow. And yes, I would love to get Chase Young. I think Chase and Joe are, would just tear this league up. But if Joe's laying flat on his back or injured, like we've had, it's not gonna matter. And the thing is. The Bengals, I can't remember who made this point. Is it James Erpine or 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 Ace and and uh, Zim on uh, Orange and Black podcast? One of the one of these guys made this point that the Bengals don't necessarily need a guy that's a, a be a volume catcher, you know, because they've already got Tyler Boyd, they've got T Higgins, you know, that's your volume guys right there. They need they just basically need somebody to open the top of the defense up, and you can get that in the third or fourth round. I mean, those guys are there. This is a very a high wide receiver draft. You know what? It, I'm with you there. The only thing that kind of boggles me a little bit is how we, we've been hearing that you know, they may be thinking about switching Jonah from tackle to guard, you know, even though the Bengals have denied it, whatever, it's still out there. And to me, I, I just, I can't say that I would be completely thrilled knowing that we got Jonah Williams on one side and a one-year tackle on the other. Right. That would scare me a little bit if I was Cincinnati, especially with rumors coming out about him going inside, which would make his draft pick, and I hate to say it, it'd make him a bust. Which, I, honestly, I don't care. If that's what they got to do, that's what they got to do. I don't care. I don't care <clears throat> what the Bengals – have to do just as long as it's the right thing for the team and for Joe Burrow and the Bengals moving forward. I don't right. care. I mean, it, yeah. it just, I want it to be the right moves, the right amount of money. Cause, cause I mean, there, there's lots of talk, you know, Tooney might get asked for, you know, $20 million. I don't see the Bengals giving them that much money because, and the thing is they don't necessarily have to, cause there's other guards that are out there that are free agents already. And they're going to be, they're going to be cut. So, yeah. So, Bengals fans, look, I want Tooney. I would love to have him, but the Bengals have got a lot of money, but they got to make sure they are smart with their money and not sign these guys to ignore exorbitant amounts of money that we're stuck with in a couple of years, you know, or we got to take a big salary cap hit 
to get rid of them. Hey, I want to answer this question here. Bob K asked a while ago what my uh, favorite hockey team is. Well, obviously, you haven't been watching the show this week because <laughs> I was wearing Columbus Blue Jackets stuff the other day. So the Blue Jackets are my favorite um, NHL team. Ohio, man. I'm Ohio all the way, baby. So anyway, had to get that. Had to get that out there. Isn't there a Tampa Bay team down there? The skates on ice. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Uh, something. They're called the Thunder or Lightning or something like that. Uh, they might have won the Stanley Cup last year. I, I don't know. My my wife might have said something about that. You know, I'm not sure because 2020 was is a really bad year for everybody except Tampa Bay sports fans. They won the Stanley Cup. They won the Super Bowl, and they also went to the World Series. So, <laughs> you know, so feel bad for Tampa Bay. <laughs> wow. You know, thinking about that, I've not really looked at it like that. Yeah, well, trust me, I have. I'm married to it. So. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, you're, you're married to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's impressive. They, they should be thankful and happy, that's for sure, because I know that once Super Bowl comes to Cincinnati, we'll be burning the place down. Oh, you, you're going streaking. I already know that. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right, Nick says you could get a free agent, Will Fuller. That's, that's another one that yeah. we could get. I mean, there's lots of guys that the Bengals can get. There's lots of options, and that's what I want them to do. I want them to have options. I don't want to be pigeonholed into one thing. All right, William William House, what's up? I don't remember your name on here, but welcome to the show. And you subscribed. Love it. Um, yeah. Do you think the Bengals will trade up two to get Sewell? No, I, I don't think they will. Uh, the Bengals don't normally trade up. And the thing is, the Bengals need – their draft picks, so they'd be willing to take some of our draft picks away. So no, I can see the Bengals actually trading down, and you know if if they take care of the free agency tackle position and or take care of the free agent position and tackle, I can totally see them trading down and trying to get Pitts or somebody like that and adding you know a, a second or or another first you know in, in round pick. So that I think is more likely than them trading up to get Sewell. They want him, but I don't think they're going to trade up to get him. And the thing is, as long as I think three teams, they got to wait, they got to sweat it a little bit. The Jets, if the Jets go with Darnold, they're either going to take a wide receiver or they're going to take Sewell. If they trade Darnold, then they're going for a quarterback. Then you got Miami, same thing. They're going to take a wide receiver or a uh, or Sewell, I think. And then you got the Falcons. I think it's all the same thing. So if he makes it past all those teams, then yeah, he's he's ours. And he very well could he could do it because all those teams could take quarterbacks and they could take you know a wide receiver. Because I mean, everybody is talking about it's wide receivers here. They're talking about uh Devontae Smith and 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 Jamar Chase. And I'm I'm uh, blanking on the guy's name, the wide receiver for Alabama, who's the number one Devontae Smith. No, 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 the other one, the one who was their number Waddle. one. Guy. Yes, Waddle. There, Waddle could be, Waddle could be better than all of them, you know. Very, very easily. So I mean, nobody's talking about him. One of these teams could jump up and take him too. So I mean, it, wide receiver, it, it, it could be, you know, there's a lot of wide receivers. There's Pitts. There's you know, there's only one offensive lineman. So I, that could be a good thing. That could be a bad bad thing, you know. But there's lots of these teams all in front of us. Need, most of them need quarterbacks or they need wide receivers. So, you know, I, and I got to give William uh, some applause there, man. That was a great question because we've never had that question before. No, nobody's asked him to move up. Who's always yeah, to move so, back? You know, that's, yeah, that's a killer take on his part. And, you know, it, you never know. But with you, like you were saying, with the Bengals, it, we don't trade up to go after people. We normally just let them come to us, I mean, and then we, we have, but not very often. Exactly. Not we don't. We don't trade much at all. Period. Uh, you know. We well, just, we do. We trade for Corey Glenn. <laughs> How'd that work out? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, it was a good. I mean, it was a good trade. He was just a, a jackass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much, and that's that's the way it is. So I, you know, I don't see us moving. Ahead to get Sewell at all, I see us moving back. Like you were saying, maybe taking a wide receiver, getting an extra third-round pick, man, and I mean, how it's going to go. But that was a good question, man. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on what they do in free agency. That's why these next couple of weeks are really oh. important to the Bengals and, and us fans. We could kind of have an idea of what, what they're going to do. 
All right, Nick says, I don't think moving a guy inside makes him a bust. It's been done before on other teams. Okay, tackles often make good guards. Our offensive tackles make good guards. Okay. I I'm I completely agree, Nick. Completely. But what I'm saying is the Bengals took him. What are we taking? Number what was he? Number th- Who, Jonah? Yeah. Uh three, four? No, 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 no. He was he was six seven. Somewhere around there. Oh, six, seven. Okay, I think right. so. Yeah. Um. Even at even at that, even if he was a top ten, you know, well, he is a top ten pick. We'll put it that way. Yeah, he was. When you when you draft an offensive tackle in the first top ten picks, and you've got to change them into a guard, to me, it sh- it it's like taking your manager from Walmart and telling him. He's going to be a a grocery bagger. You know, it's just – it's not something that the Bengals wanted. We don't want that. I hope that's not true. I hope Jonah can – I think he's he's going to be a fine tackle. He's only had one year. No, I think he'll be a fine tackle. I think he's good wherever you put him. My point is, is if you get – you know, you sign two tackles, then you still got to fix the guard. If you're doing that, then then the logical thing is to move Jonah in there. I personally think – that they are going to sign uh, two guards and a, a tackle, and if they do that, well, maybe not tackle because, they, like I said, I, ch- I kind, of, kind of changing my mind on that because I think I, I trust what James Rapine is rep- reporting. I think they're leaning more towards Sewell, but they also might draft a tackle who could start. But you know, if you get Sewell, then he starts and Jonah. You know, anyway, it, yeah. it's it's all up in the air. It, it's, yeah, and look, dude, Jonah, he's in a rookie deal. So you know what? At the end of the day, you know we're still only paying him rookie cash. But if he were a big free agent and we brought this dude on, and we had to end up taking him from tackle to guard, that would be a issue contractually. But we don't have to worry about it. He is still, and he played one year. He's going to be great. Right. Now Matt says, "Would you rather have Fuller or Sewell, Tooney or Chase?" Now again, it's kind of a. I have to see. I can't answer it until I see what they do <laughs> in free agency. Because if they if they fix the offensive line of free agency, then I want Chase all day, every day. You know, if they don't, then I want Sewell. You know, so that's kind of where that's kind. I either want Sewell or I want Chase. That's kind of where I'm at, and it depends on what they do in free agency. I don't know what you got, Jeremy. You know what? I I just I, I'm with you again on that one, man. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is we got to go through free agency. We have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea who's going to be out there. Once we do figure it out, then we'll be all right. But until then, you know, it's we we can do a million different things, man. I mean, I I want I want what's best for the Bengals. And to me, what's best for the Bengals is not to pigeonhole themselves into having to take somebody because they did that with Billy Price. They had to take a center and we're stuck with him. You know, that's that's what happens when you pigeonhole yourself. That's what I don't want the Bengals to do. I yep. want them to have options to be able to, you know, draft the best player, take the best trade, whatever's best for the Bengals is what I want them to do. And the best thing for them is to have the most options. All right, Tommy says, there's not a lot in this draft class to want to trade up for. So I have a hard time seeing the Bengals able to, able to trade down. Well, trade they might be able to trade down because some his teams want some of these quarterbacks. So that – that is, I could see that happening. I can't see the Bengals trading up. I can see them trading down because the the quarterback class, you know, I mean, some people got the, the kid from BYU going ahead of, of Fields now, which I think is ridiculous. But you know, that's that's what happens. I mean, guys jump up after the season. That's you know, yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. And yeah, I'm with him there. We've got to, you know, we've got to make our our pick count for sure, no matter who it is. But at the end of the day, we're definitely not moving up uh, yeah. towards two. So. No. Jennifer, Jennifer, I see you're on, you're watching me on Facebook, which is great. Can you go to the YouTube channel and subscribe? I'd love it. Anyway, appreciate you. You're awesome on Who Day Nation. If you guys ever want to see one of the most active members on Who Day Nation, go check out what Jennifer does on Who Day Nation. She has some of the great best posts on the chat, <laughs> on the, on the group ever. It's awesome. Anyway. Uh, do you guys think the Bengals will wait until the 17th to sign Lawson? They have until the ninth to tag him. Thoughts? Um, 
That's a good question. I I hope not. I I would like them to hurry up and get it done, but I have a bad feeling that they will wait because I think Lawson is he's in his prime, and that's what. And I want to put this preface this. I don't want the Bengals to mess up Lawson like they messed up on the Shaq Barrett deal. Shaq Barrett, the Bengals could have signed him in 2019. He wasn't the Shaq Barrett he is now. They thought he had a shoulder problem. He went and they they backed out of the deal. He went to Tampa Bay and has been flat dominant for three years there. (laughs) I don't want that to happen to the Bengals again with Lawson. Yes. And like I said, if you watch my shows, our shows at the end of the football season, beginning of the offseason, I did not think Lawson was going to get big money. I have I was completely wrong on that. Lawson is going to get big money because he's one of the top pass rushers, and he's only 25. So the Bengals have the money to pay him, and I'm willing for them to pay him. I have a bad feeling that they're going to tag him because I kind of like this offseason kind of reminds me of last year with A.J. and Mixon. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? Now, neither one of them were – well, A.J. was a free agent. Mixon wasn't. They were going to just extend him. But these two with Willie J3 and, and Lawson, they're going to – if they don't do something quick, they're going to have to tag one of them. And I got a feeling it's going to be Lawson. They don't want to lose Lawson. They're more willing to lo- lose Willie J3. I'm not willing to lose either one of them, but, you know. So I don't know yeah. if that answers your question, Jen, or not. I, it, it's it, – it, 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 yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying you you nailed it. That was that was about it. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, pass rushers are they're up on a little higher pedestal, I guess you could say. Which is it, it's not saying it's right, but then a cornerback. You know, cornerbacks are more dime a dozen type guys. That's what the NFL. That's what a lot of teams seem to think when it comes to pass rushers and cornerbacks. I'd hate to lose both. I don't like to think about paying him near 17 million dollars for one year but if you have yeah, you tag him he that's you know but you yeah. might have to pay him that much for well if you're paying that much over four years it's not as bad and, and the way the Bengals have been structured contracts they give them a lot of money up front which yep. doesn't give them the, the big salary cap hit so that's right. the way the Bengals have been structured that's why i think they're going to try it which the players want that because that's the guaranteed money so if you look at contracts this way and this way, I think most football players look at it. If they get the upfront money, that's already guaranteed. You can't take that away from them. Mm-hmm. And basically, the first year is guaranteed because they just signed you to the contract, so they're not going to cut you. So your bonus or your your bonus money is guaranteed, and your first year is guaranteed. So you want those two pretty high, you know, and they can drop off after that because there's a chance that that team the next year, the year after that, might cut you, you know. And 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 the team wants the, those that money lower. So it's a lower cap hit as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's that's the whole deal of it right there is, you know, we're, we we front in our contracts. It don't hurt us on the back end. And, you know, I wouldn't be opposed with giving him a good amount of money, but I, I definitely wouldn't don't want to pay him anywhere near $17 million a year, not even 15 and, and Well, the, pro- the problem is I think there's going to be teams that are going after him that are going to give him that. And that's, and that's what yeah. I'm hearing because – I think it's between him, uh, since JJ Watt is off, it's him and Shaq Barrett are one two. I mean they yeah. they are they are the the two guys. So if you're gonna you're gonna pony up to try to get the best or the second best pass rusher in free agency, which is what Lawson is right now, you might have to pay him that much. And I like I said, I didn't think that was going to happen, but again, I don't want to lose him. And if you are if you got my uh, gun to my head. If you say I'm here taking Lawson or taking Willie J3, I'm keeping Lawson because the weakest part of the Bengals defense is our pass rush. We didn't have one. He was it. And if we can actually fix that, that makes average cornerbacks better. But I want both of them, just to make it clear. <laughs> and yeah. They have, and they had the money to get both of them. They like, do. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, they do. And I, you know what? I can see it happening. Uh, I can see us losing one of them too. Either way, it does, I mean, it does matter. But you know, I saw a defense that gave up a ton of yards, rushing, passing. That was mainly on Sims. But mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you, you were, I guess you can't sit down and say, "Well, we cannot afford to lose this guy because 
at the end of the day, again, we all watched the same season last year. We saw what happened, and it doesn't matter who your players are. We've just got to – I mean, I just – Lou is the problem, I truly think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're here. We that's, all that's agree on the, the problem, yeah. I don't think there's one listener on this this channel right now that doesn't agree with you on that. I mean, he's still here. Yeah. And we're talking about signing guys that played with him last year, and we were horrible on defense. Right, right. Now, I like what Nick said here. I've seen um, free agent rankings where Lawson is a top 15 guy available. Need mm. to get that contract done. Now, I completely agree with you. But if you're looking from Lawson's point of view, I don't think he's going to sign until he hits free agency. I mean, I, I would be surprised. And the other thing you got to take into consideration, does he want to come back and play for Armadillo? That's one of my concerns. You know, does he want to play for a guy that's going to drop him back in coverage when that's not what he does? So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm always trying to be pos- positive and stuff. And I'm not saying they're not going to sign him. These are just options that we have to have to, to consider. What's going you know, on? That's very true. And who's to say, even if we offer him something near what somebody else is offering him, that he don't still, like you were saying, decide to leave, go somewhere else. That's, I mean, it's just it could happen. Something. Yeah. I, I like I like Jen's positivity. She said he's staying a Bengal. Trust me, I'm with you, Jen. I I hope you're right. Go get him. <laughs> exactly. All right, Keith's jumping on here. He says. We will get burned tagging Lawson. I agree with you. Lawson has a history of injuries in college that actually dropped him into the fourth round. This is why he's only a third down pass rusher until 2020. Well, I, I, I agree. I don't think I don't want to tag him, but I don't want to leave, lose him either. And the problem we're gonna have, Keith, is if he hits free agency, which I if I were him, I'd go for free, I'd hit free agency. I would go see and try to get as much money as I can. I mean, that's just you know, you when you're an NFL football player, you got to make the money when you can. They're only in it. Like I was talking with Ken Riley Jr. yesterday. Average time, they're only in for three years. So if you get you get that second contract, that's got to be the one that you hit on. And you got to get as much money as you can. And you want it front loaded. So I agree with you. I don't want to tag him. I don't want to pay him $20 million either, but I don't want to lose him. So that's where I'm saying this is. The Bengals have a lot of cap space, but they have to be very smart with their money, which last year I thought they were pretty pretty smart with the guys they signed and the way the, they stru- structured the contracts. Yeah, you know what? You're right. And the, here's the deal. You know, that's why these guys get paid a ton of money to do what they do. And that's, what, that's why the coaches get paid. That's why, you know, Duke Tobin gets paid. And – we are going to end up with some great players. We're going to end up with some good linemen. I know we're going to end up with some good offensive linemen through, through free agency in the draft defense is a little bit suspect. There isn't like, you know, three or four dominant guys that just everybody are at, you know, is after this isn't a year of chase young or Joey Bosa or how many right. other Ohio state players can I name? But I'm sure uh, you can name a lot of them, <laughs> but you know what? We're, we're, like you said, we've got to be smart with our money, and it starts with re-signing our own free agents, and we've got to be smart with their contracts as well. Which usually the Bengals are actually really good at signing their own free agent. Usually, unless it's a freaking guard or cornerback, which, I mean, I could name two of them that I wish they never let go. Zeitler, which I know he got paid a ton of money. And I'm not saying they should have paid that much money, but they should have had a better plan to replace him. The plan was awful. And then the other one is Jonathan Joseph. They, he, he, he left. I mean, this is ten years ago or so, but I think he's still playing in the league. At least he was a couple of years ago. You know, Tommy yeah. says he doesn't want to play linebacker for the Lou. The way he drops him back into coverage, I, I don't. And that I, I brought that up. That I wish I, man, I wish I remember the guy's name. It was on the Bengals Brawl podcast where he was watching all twenty-two. And what he's looking at is he is Lou has the guys out of position before the play even you know the ball is even snapped. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good at all. Uh, when 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 you're watching the television or you're watching from the stands and you see defensive linemen going back twenty yards to to Dude, cover God knows how many, who. How many times 
did did I I yell at you when we're doing our, our, our texting back and forth during the game, going, "Why are the cornerbacks backing up?" Yeah, they were. I mean, they back up almost out of the TV screen. Like, where are you going? Yeah. Oh, that, we, because they were given a place for our defensive lineman to stand once he backed <laughs> them up. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Matt wants to know what are your opinions of Brian Callahan. Honestly, I don't know because he doesn't call the plays, and and it's kind of the way I feel about Zach Taylor. I, I don't know about him either because I don't think he's been given all of the weapons, meaning the offensive line, to run his offense the way he wants to. I've seen glimpses of. The way he wants to run it, and I, when it works, I like it. Um, so I kind of have that's one of the reasons I want them to completely fix this offensive line. That way, we can really make a judgment on how Zach Taylor is and Brian Callahan are as coaches. And to me, they did that last year with the defense on all the guys that they got for Armadillo, and we saw what he did with them. That's why I don't understand why they brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> That was a perfect take on that. Perfect, because that's exactly right. We haven't truly got to see what anybody really, when it comes to Brian Callahan, I guess, uh, we haven't really got to see what he can do uh, with the play calling, with the offensive line, with everything being a complete disaster, bro, going down, etc. losing A.J. A.J. Wasn't, hasn't been the same, doesn't matter. But, you know, at the end of the day, until we get our offensive line fixed, like you were saying, there's there's really nothing that we can put on Brian Callahan to complain about or to praise him about, right. if that, that makes sense. Yeah, because the thing is, he doesn't call the play, so I you know I don't watch him in practice, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, anyway, let's see if Keith's got more comments here. I love it. The, the chat is blowing up. You guys are awesome today. Until it's Friday night, everybody's, everybody's oh, feeling oh. the love. They're having the, the liquid courage is flowing, baby. All right, Keith. There is there's only five teams that can outbid us for Lawson. We should let him test the market because I think we are putting too much value on Lawson. Well, the thing is though, if you let him go, who do you have to replace him with? I mean, I you know that's that's my concern. That's one of our biggest problems on the defense. Obviously, you've never heard of Rennell Wren. Well, I didn't get to see him watch or watch him play last week because he got hurt. I mean, I hope he's oh a my God, in the rubber. Guys than, his yeah. Own career. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, I, I agree with Naden here. He says we should focus more on the offense than the defense in the draft. I agree, and I, I think that's what they're going to do. And that's kind of one thing I've said, too, is not that we should neglect the defense. I'm not saying that at all. But we should pretty much put all of our eggs on the offensive side of the ball and protecting Joe Burrow and giving him as much weapons as you can and I think that because, like I said, I don't think Armadillo is a very good coach. So I, we gave him what he wanted last year, and you saw what he did. You know, now I know they got injured and stuff, but I don't care. Even when they weren't injured, they weren't injured in the Indianapolis game when we gave up a, a twenty-two freaking point lead. So that's you know. So I yeah. agree with you. I think we should focus on the offense. Yeah, well, you know, we, we've got to focus on one thing. For one, it's the offensive line. You know, we've got one good thing about our defense. A lot of people forget, but our linebackers are completely young bucks. I mean, these guys literally were drafted last year. Last year. Yeah. So, you know what? We they, They're going into a second year there. We've got to figure out a pass rush. We, whether Wren is the deal, I was kidding about Rennell Wren, but then again, he is coming back and he is a part of the squad. So we will see what, what he has. Well, but, I'd like to see what he could do. It would, it would be nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See these guys actually healthy. And Trey Waynes is the only guy that did not play a game with Cincinnati last year on defense that we signed that Lou just sucked up the place. Even with Reader, everybody said, okay, well, we want to have Reader beside Geno. Well, that happened for a game or two. Didn't matter to no- – just ridiculous. They wanted Mike Daniels and Reader beside each other. I think we got a game out of that deal, something like that, and they sucked again. Lou sucks. Lou sucks. Lou suck. Lou suck. Lou sucks. Armadillo sucks. Uh, maybe we should make a T-shirt like that. Armadillo <laughs> sucks. What's up, Natty? How you doing, buddy? Natty. All right, Keith's got some more comments here. All right, Keith. Oh, that's Nick. Hold on. 
see you guys are blowing the chat up and I click on one and somebody jumped in there. All right, I'll get to yours in a minute, uh, Nick. Uh, Keith, it sounds like I don't want Lawson, but I do want him back. We have to be smart about this. I agree with you. And we have to stop being fan favorites so we can make the changes needed. I, I agree with you, Keith. And that's what I said. I don't care. I don't care what they, I, it's a weird way to say it. I don't care what they do as long as they do the right thing for the Bengals, you know, that makes them a better football team and make, gets them closer to going to the playoffs and going to the ultimate thing, winning a Super Bowl. So I guess that's, I don't care what they do as long as it's the right thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that makes exact sense. I'm, I'm sure Keith, and I know where Keith's coming from too. My God, how hard was it to watch? Like, I just, I mean, I just got done spouting off about Lou. I won't go back into it, but how hard was it to sit back and watch that? Oh, it's and, awful. Yeah, and to sit here with our salary cap being the way it is and almost contemplating, like, do we really need this guy? Do we really need that? I mean, man, we should be wanting these guys, needing these guys, and Lawson just hasn't been that premier guy. Uh, WJ3, he's been a solid corner. What do you do? I don't know, man, but – I just wish there wasn't as much uh, wondering going on in my head. I know probably in a lot of other people's heads too, but just why Lawson can never get over get that guy down. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's yeah. the thing. He's, and that's one thing that kind of does scare me about because he's what's he's, I think he's my height. He's 6'3, but he's, he's fast as hell. But yep. he's 6'3. It, it's hard. Like, it's hard to get a guy down. Like, I've, I've, Reference this play a lot. There was a time where he got to uh, Roethlisberger, big, oh. big dork Ben, and he's hanging on to his ankles. He's like a little ankle biter, you know, and he just whoop, Ben just flips it for a touchdown. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, he created a sack, which is great, but he didn't get the sack. So, you know, that's when they, that's to me, that's the knock on Lawson. That's why I'm kind of surprised that he's getting so much run. But I also think it has to do with the with the class of free agents he's coming out with, you know. Yeah, that's true too. And I'd also like to know how much other teams are actually offering Lawson, you know, like a, a, an ironclad contract. Because, you know, I just I'm sorry, but man, five and a half sacks are five and a half sacks. Back in the right. day, that used to matter. It didn't matter all these all these little, you know. Uh, well, when Analytics. he comes around the end. Yeah, you know, he swats the guy's butt and he goes forward and that makes the wide receiver come on tackle the damn quarterback and get you him. Get the man with the ball to the ground as fast as you can. If you're a defensive end, you should be getting paid a million dollars per year for every sack you have. That's the way I put it right there. There you go. Jeremy D for Bengals defense coordinator. Who's with me? I am. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, gamers, how, I haven't heard this. The gamer said, "Sam, some fans believe we need to sign linebackers." What? I have not heard that at all. I don't know what fans you're talking to, but I mean, I I'd like to resign Josh Bynes, but I mean, as far as yep. linebackers goes, we took care of that last year, and those guys should should be good. I mean, I, I'm actually I like Davis Gaither and I like Logan Wilson. I I think they're going to turn out to be very very good uh, linebackers for us. Yep, I think uh, Marcus Bailey. I think he's going to end up. Being yeah, I'll, I keep forgetting about him. He was the with the six round pick. Right, I keep, right. I keep forgetting about him, but yeah, they drafted three linebackers last year, so mm -hmm. I don't think they're doing anything with linebacker core except maybe resigning Josh Bynes or, or somebody like him. Yeah, hopefully think, it's him. Give yeah, him an, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll get Josh Bynes back. I, I think he really started coming around at the end of the year. And it just listened to him speak the other day on, on, on Good Morning Football. He wants to be here. He even said, I hope the Bengals resign me. That's where he wants to stay at. He wants to be a part of what we're building here. So that, that's – you want guys – that's it. You want guys who want to be here. Right? That's a Pro good thing. Proven winners, too. We're, this is a winner. Yeah, we're not talking about just somebody that, you know, it's come off the street from Buffalo again. Uh, you know this this guy's from Baltimore, man. Uh, he was he's he's a killer, and and he still is and can be if we knew how to run a defense right. He could be even better than what he is. Now we haven't gotten asked this haven't got this haven't got asked this question in a while. But what do you guys think Taylor would have to do to be re-signed, and what's a realistic record for him to aim for? 
I mean, I want I want the playoffs or at least to be in the playoff hunt, whatever that entails. You know, we have to to make strides forward. You know, it's two years of kind of the same thing, except for when Joe Burrow was in there, you know, and and in and, and Zach's defense, he hasn't had the players to to be competitive because I've said this before that if you look at the team that Marvin Lewis took took over and the, Z, the team that Zach took over, the talent level is was way better already when Marvin Lewis got there than what Zach Taylor had. So it just I, they got to at least be in the in the playoff hunt. What do you what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, you know that's a that's a good question. That's a tough one, really. Um, it's been a while, yeah, since we've heard that question. Um, to me, man, it's 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 playoffs. I mean, we we've got to be there. You know, this is the second year of Burrow now. We spent a ton of money on defense last year. We're going to spend a ton of money this year on God know the offensive line, maybe some more defense, uh, whatever. Do our draft the same way. So. I, I, I pretty much think it's nine and seven, ten and six at the bottom for him to to keep his job, whether we go to the playoffs or we don't. If he goes nine and seven, ten and six, I can see the Bengals keeping him around. But other than that, you know. <laughs> see ya. All right. Uh, Keith's got a question here for us. Um <clears throat> Iceman, Jeremy, tell me your thoughts of Blake Bortles being Burrow's backup. He's a former number one overall as well. Not too old and a free agent. Played with the Rams system as well. And he also was the backup to some guy named Tom Brady. So that could help too. I, honestly, I'm good with that one. I, I would be fine with getting Blake Bortles uh, as a backup. Another one I talked about earlier this week is, um. now I'm drawing a blank on his name, uh, from the Washington football team, Um Alex Smith. Thank you, Alex Smith. That's another one I, I would be fine with having as a backup. Those are the kind of guys that I want as a backup. Ones that are veterans, you know. They, they, of course, they all want to start, but they know they're 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 not, that's not what they're here for. They're not to compete for a starting job. You know, they're here to help the starting quarterback and help the team. Those are the kind of, of guys I want, and they're ser- serviceable guys that, if God forbid, Joe gets hurt. They can come in and and make a make a play or two for us and and win a couple of games till Joe gets back hopefully. Yeah, you know, uh, to me, Bortles, Smith, uh, they're all in that pretty much know now where you're going to be. Even though Bortles, you know, he's still maybe reaching for the sky a little bit, which he's still young. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm so confident in Joe Burrow that I think. Whoever we be at as a backup, if we can keep Joe Burrow safe, he's going to take us where we need to be. So it doesn't matter who's behind him. I do like the experience, especially with Alex Smith. But man, if we threw Tyrod Taylor behind him, it wouldn't bother me either. And honestly, that's the, just like you said there with talent, Joe Burrow. That's why I think the Bengals. This is why I think the pro- thought process is they're going to go all in on the offense. Because you give Joe Burrow an offensive line and weapons, you saw what he did when he had a crappy offensive line. <laughs> I, you know, a half, not halfway, a half of AJ Green. You know, it wasn't a full AJ Green. No, we were in every game. You know, and he's running for his life. You give that man a decent line. I mean, I, I want a great line, but if we get a decent line, he's going to kill the nfl he's going to destroy them and the other thing is people forget we have joe mixon that man has never had an offense line to run or in front of him to run through those two guys the two joes the joe show as as jennifer put it on Uday nation the joe show that those guys could take us somewhere and the thing is if you look at all right let's go back to the the 05 team the first year that we made the playoffs in you know forever that defense wasn't awesome. It was very opportunistic. You know, it wasn't like we had a big pass rush. We had Delta O'Neill. We had Odell Thurman. We had, um, oh, man, he's an ESPN analyst now. Um, Pollock. Yeah, David Pollock. I mean, those are the guys that stand out to me, but it wasn't like we had a big edge rusher or anything like that. 
But we had a great offense that year. If you're remember, we had Rudy Johnson, Chad Johnson, TJ Husmanzada, uh, Chad Ochocinco, Carson Palmer, Chris Henry. That's where I think this team needs to get to because, again, I don't trust Armadillo as far as I can throw him. But regardless of that, you had that top quality of a quarterback give him weapons and let him go. Yeah. That's that's the only thing you can do. And if he's going to be back day one, that's the first thing they need to it needs to be taken care of completely. And it doesn't even matter if Joe Burrow's back. I take it back. He will be back day one. But something crazy happens down the road, whatever, a little sprained ankle, a little – you know what? We've got to fix the offensive line. And at the end of the day, that's where I am with it. And it doesn't matter. We can have Blake Bortles or we can have, uh, you know, Kermit the Frog back there. I don't give a damn. <laughs> We're going to win games. Hello, I'm Kermit the Frog. Hello. <laughs> oh, a terrible impersonation. Screen. All right, now, now hopefully the Bengals don't see this, but he said, did you see Georgia cornerback Stokes ran a 4.2540-yard dash? I'm not saying draft him, but that's close to John Ross. Dude, I don't ever want anybody to ever draft another wide receiver or DB because they can run a freaking fast 40. If they can cover or they can catch the ball and they can get open, that's all I care about. <laughs> all I yeah, care about. Yeah. When you're a cornerback, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter how fast you are, but when you're turning and stopping and hitching and, and you know, and learning your, your different scenarios, it, it at the end of the day, you know, to if you get beat, maybe that speed comes into play. But like you said, John Ross has shown everybody in the NFL just what speed does for you. Yeah. If you don't right, have yeah. it and you don't have this. Exactly. All right, we we got the other other keys. We got the we got the key to Keith here. Oh, uh, <laughs> he said I bring bring in Alex Smith. I think he'd be a great fit for the backup. That's uh, Keith just joined the show. That that's one thing I said when the other Keith was talking about Blake Bortles. So I said Blake Bortles or or Alex Smith. I think would be a good backup for the Bengals. Now I want to get to this story. I didn't get to, get to it yesterday because I had um, Ken Riley Jr. on there. And if you guys have not seen the show from yesterday. Please go back to the channel, watch it, tag it, whatever you can, get as much views on it as we can so we get the information out there, share it about how Ken Riley should be in the Hall of Fame. But anyway, what I wanted to get to was the NFL was talking about changes to the overtime rule. Now, I posted it on Sports Strawberry Ice Facebook page and I shared it in Hootay Nation. And if you read it, it's freaking confusing as hell. I don't understand why they want to make it so hard. Just adopt the college rule. Why is that so hard to do? Start at the 20-yard line. Hell, start at the 40-yard line. Go for touchdowns. They got a match, and when they stop matching, the game's over. And you do that till somebody wins. You're not going the full length of the field. It's so <laughs> simple. I don't understand why the NFL wants to make it so complicated. Now, they don't want to do a, a, a coin flip. I mean, they, they want to get rid of the, the coin flip, which the college rule makes the coin flip not matter. It, irrelevant. I mean, it's irrelevant. They score a touchdown. You got to score a touchdown to match it. Then you got to kick a field. Goal. Then you got to do two-point conversion. I mean, it's, it's so simple. I don't know why the NFL doesn't do that. It, uh, God bless them, man. I mean, you know, just reading some of that article is is, is – Hilarious. I mean, okay. So when when CBS, uh, that's the article I had anyway. Um, when they come out with this, they tried to put it in layman's terms. And when you've got a reporter trying to tell you something and they can't exactly explain right. it, that yeah. means even he's freaking lost. And I mean, he, I mean, once they, what, yeah, once they changed it the first time, it took me forever to figure it out. Yeah, you know, I'm like, because there's still sometimes I'm like. Did, is the game over? Did they win? Oh, okay, they won. I, I still don't know the rules they have now. It's, it's uh, it, it goes back to the whole stupid catch rule. The NFL tries to make everything so damn complicated sometimes. I'm like, make it simple, stupid. I mean, that's that's all you got to keep with. I mean, the last team that scores wins, you know, just none of this, you know, team A can put the ball wherever they want. 
Team B will get the ball at the same spot. Like, or what? D- just stop it. Like you said, geez. Right. Put it put it on the 20 and shut the hell up. Go yeah. make it college he, rules. Simple. He says, I don't understand why they just don't play their full 15-minute quarter. That's about as simple as it gets. Well, I understand why they don't because it is football and it's an extra 15 minutes. And, you know. You can still it, get a tie. <laughs> you, you can, yeah, you can still get a tie and yeah. you can create more injuries. This way, I, I know some college overtimes go into six, seven, eight overtimes, but it's not like you're out there for 15 minutes for long drives. You know, it's they start at the 20 or 30 yard line. It's, you know, what, three plays and it's a touchdown or it's not, you know. So it helps on the, it protects the players as far as injuries and you get a result, which is what all us fans want. We want a win or a loss. Because just think, where would the Bengals be? If they had won the game with with the Eagles, not tied them, we'd be at the number you know three yeah. pick number. If we lost, you know we, we or you know we could be a higher pick if we lost it, or we could be an even lower pick if we yeah. won it. So yeah, we could have won it and went on a roll. You know, yeah. I mean that that's kind of the way I look at it. it right. It's just my God, there's there's a whole there's a game right. There's so many games we can look back on and just be sick about, but. Yeah. That's one of them right there. It's just an easy, another NFC East least team. Well, that gets me back to Joe Burrow. Put the money into Joe Burrow, meaning the offensive line and giving him weapons because we were so close to winning so many freaking games when he was in there. You know, we like I said, we might have to just go out and outscore everybody because Armadillo is not a very good defense coordinator, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, and it's sad that we've got to bring that up. I, my God, Katie and and Mike and all those guys up at PBS got to know this. I, I, I oh, they do. It. Well, I mean, just just you know, just the way Elizabeth Blackburn uh, put that that article out last week, they know it. They and they know they have a vision, and they're not going to say this stuff. They're not going to put it out to public if they don't believe and they don't have a plan to do this because they look foolish. So, all right, Keith. Uh, the catch rule simple is simple two feet inbounds with possession. Do the <laughs> shuffle, the electric slide, eat a sandwich, scratch your balls three times. Duh, <laughs> perfect analogy, Keith. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man, that's a, a great one. Yep, good. Uh, San Diego game, yeah, actually, you mean you mean the uh, Los Angeles game crown? I do that too, yeah. but. Yeah, the Los too. Angeles Chargers game. Oh, yeah. And that's the dude, that game. If they don't call that offensive pass interference to AJ Green, Joe freaking Burrow on his very first rookie game in the NFL would have led his team down the field for a game winning touchdown. But they called it, it was- pass interference on AJ, which is bullcrap. Yep. It was coming and it happened. All year long, like that. I mean, we talked about it. The first game, and it was it was like a a sign of things yet to come. Because what do you have about six or seven touchdowns taken away before he? Yeah, before he even got hurt, and and that was only a few games. What six games in he got hurt? Yeah. Well, you remember remember the touchdown sample head where all you had to do is keep the ball above his head, but he brought it down and they knocked it out. I think that was good. I don't know what game that was, but little stupid stuff like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. All right, Keith. Uh, I remember a long time ago we lost in overtime in Buffalo because we had to go against oh, 50 mile an hour wins. But back then, if you won the coin flip, you took the ball first and the team had scored one. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. what the NFL wanted to get rid of. They want to get rid of it coming down to the coin flip, which I understand. They want to give both teams a chance, which is what the college system does. Both teams get the ball. That was their whole thing, and they've just tried to way overthink this. That's exactly right. It's pathetic. All right, uh, Keith, the game... Game set the tone the entire season. It introduced Joe to the NFL as a Bengal. The officials will screw you if you're a Bengal. 
That's happened over and over and over again. And we're not even complaining about it at this point. We're just talking about it. So yeah, other, it's, it's water yeah. under the bridge. You know, exactly. it happened. We're moving but, forward. And nothing's going to change until we start winning. When we start winning, that's when it'll change. Exactly. Um, so. Wait a second here. We got. I got somebody trying to mess with my show. Don't try and get rid of them. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Well, then I'll just take over for a second. <laughs> Would you? Um. But no, man. Uh, I just really want to know who this person is, guys. I'm sorry. God, I can't quit thinking about it. Um. Anyway. No. I think it's 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 going to be very simple for us as an organization this year. We spent on defense last year, spend on the line this year, take care of Burrow. If we've got to win through the offense, we'll win through the offense. If we've got to be a better – we're going to have to be a better defensive team, period, even if Burrow comes back. And I don't know what you think about that, Jeff, but I truly think that our defense is going to have to raise the arches quite a bit, even with a healthy Burrow and a Higgins. And oh, a they got to do something. I mean, I'm not – yeah. Like I said, we can't totally yeah, we can't totally forget about the 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 defense. I mean, you can't. You have to do something. But it's 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 up here in storage. Yeah, it's just I don't I I just don't know what they did so much last year, you know, and we saw the results. So that's where I'm like, I want to get it. We need to get to, to me to fix it, you gotta get edge rushers, you gotta fit, you gotta get pressure on the other team's quarterback, and you gotta stop the run, which is that's basic football. Right. I don't know if Armadillo can scheme to do that. So I, that's that's where I'm like, I don't, I, we can't, again, that's where I'm like, the Bengals have, have got plenty of money to really fix this team. And both both sides of the ball, they just got to be smart with it. And, and like you can't neglect the defense, but I really want them to go offense heavy, though. I really do, because they put money in defense last year. I want them to keep Willie J3. I want them to keep Lawson. If they can't, if they can't then have guys that they can sign that are just as good. But even if you sign those two guys, you still have to get an edge rusher, which you can, I think, in the later rounds in the draft. And possibly, I mean, Von Bell is probably going to get released. You know, there's other guys that are going to get released. I mean, there's a lot of people next week that's going to get released. So you have to see what happens next week. Yeah, I, you know, I'm with you completely there. We, for, we, But we've got – it's just – it's. I, I wonder sometimes what our defense would look like if per se it was in Tampa or if it was in Kansas city, or I, I just wonder sometimes, you know, what were our players look like under different, a different coach. And it hasn't been that long since we hired Lou, but he's freaking horrible. And I would like to know what, what our best talent would, would stack up against some of these other teams that were, you know, we, we get, we gave up almost what? 400 yards rushing. Come on, man. Exactly. All right. Well, it's about 630. I think we're going to get ready to roll on out of here. But next week, I um, want to let you guys know. I know it flew by, didn't it? It was fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, next Monday, uh, my boy Bengal Jim will be joining us on the show for a little while to uh, give information about the, uh, he's called the jungle to the hall. You know, the rally he's putting together for Ken Rowley and Ken Anderson. He's got it linked on his Facebook page, uh, Bengal Jim's Before the Roar tailgate experience and he's also got um he's also i also have it on my uh facebook page myself so make sure you guys go and check that out and they'll give you all kinds of information now before we head on out of here as crown or excuse me matt has uh, reminded me we have to do the zeke of the week oh 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 i forgot about that Ooh. Yeah, somebody messed somebody mess with my show and it's got me all dis discombobulated. But anyway, all, I will go first. You, you guys, I will know. go first. All right, my Zeke of the week is like I said, I had Ken Rowley Jr. on my show yesterday and just talked about Bagel Jim getting the rally together and how it is a travesty that Ken Riley, the Rattler, and Ken Anderson are not in the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. So, believe it or not, my Zeke of the week. And it might be this for a while. Is the Pro 
Football Hall of Fame. You guys are my Zeeks of the week. Get it together. Get the Kens in. This is ridiculous. It's, they should have been in well before this. It's a travesty. It's Look at the numbers. Look at Ken Riley's numbers. He's still fifth. He's still fifth. Sorry. That drives me nuts. But go ahead. Hey, there's no disagreements here, and I don't think there probably are out there anywhere. Um, but since you took that, I guess I will have to one-up you. I'm not a big gambler. I don't know. But wait, anyway, wait, 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 wait. This is coming from the guy who bet $100 on the Bengals going to the Super Bowl this year. You're not a big gambler? It's only 100 bucks. Holy crap, Jesus. No, I no. I'm just saying. I mean, it's a hundred bucks. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make freaking six. You know, sixteen hundred, two grand. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And then we going out, baby. Woo! I'm taking you in your nice shoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, sorry, guys. Yes. Um, <laughs> mine is right here. I don't know if you guys can see this, but this is Fox Sports One. They just signed. Colin, no, 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 not Colin. No, 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 no. Not Colin. Almost, uh, he's almost as bad. Actually, yeah. he's just he is just as bad. Oh no, this guy's Skip, worse. But keep going. Skip, freaking Bayless, to four years, thirty-two million dollars. If Fox cannot, first off, this is what it gets to me because they were in a bidding war over this idiot. Does and anybody on my on my channel here watch watch Skip? I mean, because I I can't stand the guy. I, I I can't either. He's getting thirty-two million, and he was in a bidding war with ESPN. They were having a bidding war over this guy. I mean, sorry. I I know I don't I don't speak ill of fellow commentators. Okay. <laughs> um, but Skip Bayless. I mean, he's just as bad as Stephen A. Smith, man. And I know probably Stephen A. is watching this because he's got to know me because Stephen A. know everybody. We yeah, we ride together. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah. and Jeff took a hot yeah. air balloon from his grandmama's house to his mama's house. But anyway, <laughs> he knows everybody. Skip Bayless, same thing. Knows, yeah. It just gets on my damn nerves. And to see an NFL contract come out of a TV contract makes me for, sick. For a guy who just made money out of seeing the most outlandish, stupid takes, they're dumb. I mean, it make no sense. And then he sits there and tries to debate Shannon Sharp. I feel bad for Shannon Sharp that he's got to deal with this idiot. I'm like, I, sorry, I can't stand Skip Bayless. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. Ugh. He's in the Cowhead ter territory, man. Just oh, my God. You got me all fired right. up on that one. You got the, you got the <laughs> Hall of Fame. And you got, got Skip Bayless. I'm, 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 I need a beer. We need to get the hell out of here. Let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. All right, so yeah, it's Friday, baby. All right, that brings me to the Facebook groups that let me live stream on them, and I invite you guys to all join them. They're great groups to be a part of. They are Hootay Nation, Ohio State Bucknuts, Bearcat Ruckus, Cincinnati Reds, Rounding Third, and Heading for Home, the Ice Bar, which is a show page that me and Jeremy do. We put lots of silly memes and different sporting information, and just if we're ever doing anything with the show, we might post it there. Um, you can also follow me on my Facebook page at Sports of Strawberry Ice. At this point right now, I have 584 likes. 626 of you guys follow me. I appreciate you guys. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Again, Monday, Bengal Jim will be joining me. Next Thursday, Anthony Cazenza from uh, Cincy Jungle will be joining us. Podcast tonight. Check it out. It'll be on uh, B-Pod iTunes, Apple Podcast, rate, like, review, five-star review. YouTubers, like I said, we're at, I kind of lost some this week. I don't know what the heck's going on. I'll, I've dropped down to 846. Looks like I added a couple of them today, which is great. Let's at least try to get to 850 before the weekend's up. That would be awesome. 850. I'm like 150 away from 1,000. We are so close. Sounds <laughs> like I'm begging, but I am. I want 1,000. This guy, Philly Mike. He he does a podcast for Phil, and I know it's Philadelphia and everything. They they got a lot more groups. He get he reached a thousand in like six weeks. I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for like two years. So come on, come on, people, let's go, let's get to a thousand. Other than that, Jeremy D. 
Will you help us roll on out of here? I will do, sir. Will do. And uh, I got to tell you, your impression of a politician was great, man. Thank you. Begging. Just begging. Perfect. Please, please, please vote for me. Please. We do need 850, though. And make sure, check check out Sports with Strawberry Eyes on Facebook, guys. And go to Sports with Strawberry Eyes on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification button because it may only be a couple. One or one or two, you may have a few friends here or there. But that adds up to a lot in the end, and we appreciate mm-hmm. it. That's no joke. So, anyways, as always, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Great show. Who day? That's just sports, baby. And we're rolling out of here with a Ken Riley video. Put the man in the freaking Hall of Fame. See.